real estate agent, coaching radio. My name is Bill Zeltman and I'm your host. Looking forward to another great podcast today. We've got a lot going on. And I just want to thank everybody for uh, joining us on what is now one of the fastest growing real estate coaching podcasts in the United States. We have a lot we're going to cover in uh, future weeks. And I'm just trying to lay foundations right now and go through some basic things. So today what I wanted to do was really talk about time management and scheduling. Time management and scheduling is so important to a realtor. You know, every job that you work, no matter you know where it's been, you probably had uh, certain things you had to do in certain times, and you certainly had hours that you had to work. Well, that all goes away in real estate. In real estate, uh, you were your own boss, um, and unfortunately, a lot of people uh, don't follow a schedule. They don't set a schedule. First of all, they don't write a schedule, and then they don't follow a schedule and stick to that schedule. And what ends up happening is they have haphazard results or they have horrible results. Maybe they don't even have uh, times of good results because they just aren't organized. So the importance of time management um, is so important. You need to understand your day. You need to have your day planned. Um, you need to not sit there and wake up in the morning and say, hey, what am I going to do today? Or, yeah, I know I've got a meeting at two o'clock, but there's not really much else on your schedule. They are all, th those types of examples are all recipes for uh, disaster. And so today what I want to talk about, what I want to change are your habits. I want to talk about planning your day, the components of your day, the allocation of your time tracking yourself and of course planning for the future so let's first of all talk about planning okay everybody sits down right and and this is a pet peeve of mine by the way and, and the realtors uh that that work for me and the realtors that i coach um I, I am real insistent that they don't do this but most people most realtors start thinking about their business plan either one the week of Christmas to New Year's or two after the new year. That is absolutely ridiculous. Let me explain something to you. We live, we talked about this uh, a couple podcasts ago, but we live a hundred days out, right? We talked about, uh, you know, we compared a, your real estate business to a car factory. You start putting raw materials in a car factory, it takes about 90 to a hundred days for the car to be built, put the wheels on, put the chassis on, put the radio in, the steering wheel, all that stuff. Same thing here. Ours is a little bit different in the fact that what we do is we put in our raw materials, our prospects. So you call prospects every day, every day, every day. Then you put one into a buyer's queue or into a seller's queue, right? And they go through the process and now the buyer's looking at houses with you, right? So they've moved along the assembly line. Now the buyer writes a contract. They're further along the assembly line. You're negotiating and you get the point in home inspection, uh, mortgage process, and it takes you all the way to those hundred days. Well, it's the same thing here. And what I tell uh, people all the time is, wow, you had an agent come in. They had three closings today. They're really busy. You know what my answer is? I don't know if they're busy or not. I know they were busy two to three months ago because that's how they set up these closings but I don't know if they're busy today. I won't be able to tell you if they're busy today for another two to three months. 
The same thing comes when you're planning your year. You need to plan your year in October. First of all, if you're going to do marketing, uh, if you're gonna do postcards, or if you're gonna do any type of things like that, you need that lead time to get your creative, to get it to the printer, and to get it scheduled. But the other part of that is, is, is that's how you need to be thinking, forward thinking. So every October, my agents get together, we get together, we do a business planning uh, seminar, we actually do several of them, and get their entire plan written for the year. But here's the thing about writing yearly goals. If I have you write yearly goals, and you put them down on paper, you do all those things, you use SMART goals, I hope everybody out there, all their goals are what we call SMART goals, um, and we'll talk about that in, in another time. But, uh, and you, you can Google SMART goals if you're not familiar with it. But my point is, is that I hope everybody, uh, you know, goes and does this. But then you put those out there. What do they turn into? They turn into New Year's resolutions, guys. And how many people succeed in their New Year's resolutions? And kudos to you if you're like, well, I did. Well, good for you. But if you look at the percentages, the percentages of people that keep their New Year's resolutions uh, are slim to none. Why? Why is that? because they don't break down from there and come up with shorter plans. So what I want you to do again in October is of course, is put your annual goals together. Now, you're, if you're, we're not in October now, what do I do now? Start setting your goals for the rest of this year. Deal with next year in October, but you need to have goals now. So the second thing you wanna look at is, okay, so this is what I wanna accomplish. And I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make this really simple. Let me just say that I wanna close uh, as a realtor I want to close 24 deals in the next 20 in the next 12 months. So I want to close two a month. Well, that makes it really simple. So if my 12 month goal is 24, my six month goal that I need to have written down in front of me is 12, right? And then break it down a little bit further. How many do I have to do a quarter to make that happen? Well, that's six. And how many a month do I have to do? Well, that's two. Okay, so now I have this broken down to do or die. I want to close two houses this month. I want to close two, two customers this month. Okay, so the next thing you have to do is break that down and say, how am I going to do that? Well, I need to talk to, and we, you know, of course you need to figure this number out. I'm just going to use a round number, 10 people a day, five days a week. And that, that's people that I actually have a conversation with. That's not dials. That's people that actually pick up the phone and I have a legitimate real estate conversation with. So I need to talk to 10 people because I need to schedule, let's just say four appointments a month to have two of them turn into closings. And again, those, what I'm doing today is not going to get me a closing this month. I'm two months ahead, two months out. By breaking those goals down, and turning them into this is what I have to do today, and then creating checkpoints. Every Friday, did I talk to my 50 people? Okay, hold yourself accountable. Uh, did I get the appointment I needed? I need about an appointment a week, right? There's about four weeks in a month. Did I get an appointment this week? Yes or no? If I didn't do either of those things, I need to tweak what I'm doing and get myself on track to ensure that I have those two closings lined up, again, two months from now to three months from now. And every month I have this set up that I have two closings. By breaking it down from the year goal, most people just write the year goal and put some plans together and that's the end of it. And then what happens, they don't follow through. 
But when you do it on a weekly basis, and then of course you have a little bit bigger review with yourself at the end of each month and each quarter and six months, it keeps you on track, it keeps you planned, and that is the basis for your time management plan and your scheduling because it's based around the activities that you know you need to do to become successful. So planning your day. Let's talk more about planning your day. You need to first of all, and I'm going to talk about this at the end, but you need to plan your day the day before. And again, I'm going to, I'll catch up on that later on. We'll talk about that. But what does your day look like? What things do you need to do? What are the uh, components of your day? Well, the number one thing in your day is prospecting. Uh, again, if I said I needed to speak to 10 people a day, which is the example that we're using, I have 10 calls a day, I need to allocate enough time that um, I know that I'm going to be able to get my 10 dials in. I always, as a rule of thumb, and if you look across the country, guys, everything I'm talking about today, I should have started with this, everything I'm talking about today is what top 10% realtors do across the country. It doesn't matter where, what state you're in. If you take a top 10 realtor and you look at, at um, what, they do, you know, what they do in a day, their days are all similar. It's crazy how the, the same person in Oregon and the same person in North Carolina and Missouri and Texas and New Jersey and California and wherever, if you look at what they do, they're all doing the same things. Maybe not the exact same times, but their schedules, man, the way they're lined up are, are the same. And the biggest component to that, again, is prospecting. So prospecting, let's put that into, onto your list of things you're going to do. Um, you unfortunately have to do, you know, follow-up. You, you, you have to check emails. Um, you have to create marketing materials. Uh, you have to do uh, follow-up. Maybe you're going to take a training that day. Um, you have to have time for appointments. So where's that schedule fit in? Um, and how does that work into your day? Uh, what other things do you have to do? Uh, things that are absolutely on your list. Well, the truth is, is really, if you are doing the right tasks, and if you're looking again at what the top 10% realtors are, that's about it. I see realtors fill their day with the most useless uh, tasks, the most useless activities. And you think to yourself, how did that get you any closer? Or did that get you any closer to an appointment? And of course the answer is no, it didn't. Because it was, it was a ridiculous waste of time. And I want you guys to be cognizant of your time moving forward from today, learning what we're teaching here today. Learn this and be cognizant of your time. Now, we've got these things down. What do we need to do? We need to prioritize them. So let's talk about some of these things. Uh, what's a priority one? What's a priority two? And what's a priority three? Priority one is prospecting. It is being on the phone, face-to-face, -face, or messaging, having a legitimate real estate conversation with that number of people that you need to speak to every day. Again, this needs to be three hours minimum of your day. And it's the number one thing in your day and it absolutely should not be interrupted. The second 
priority is what? Attending the meetings that you're going to schedule from your prospecting. You now have a listing appointment. You now have a buyer's appointment. You now have a closing. They are priority twos. So wait a minute, are you telling me that attending a closing is less important than my prospecting? Yes, I am. If you have to make a hard choice, and I want you to be at all your closings whenever possible, but if you have to make a hard choice, uh, the choice is that you need to, you need to uh, make those calls. No matter what else is going on in your life, I don't care, that three hour time slot, and I say this all the time, it, that time slot is sacred, and you are the only advocate for that time slot. Nobody else is going to, to say, oh, Bill, maybe your broker, if you have a good broker, I mean, I do it for my, to my agents, you know, how, how are you spending your time today? Um, what are you doing today? Uh, how is this working today? Uh, you know, to where, you know what, when are you making your calls? These are the important things that you need to do. Um, and you need to be the one that says, no matter what I'm doing this, wait a minute, you got a phone call in the middle of this, ignore the phone call, but it's my client. Your client can wait an hour or two hours at most for you to call them back. Um, you know, oh, it's the mortgage company. They need a document. They'll need the document in two hours, just like they'll need it now. And you can handle it then you guys have to change your thinking. Uh, somebody wants to come in and chit chat in your office. You know, if you're one of the people that could still go in and, and, and make calls from an office, you, uh, uh, somebody wants to come in and chit chat. No, I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? I'd love to talk to you. I'll be available around 12 o'clock. I'm making calls from nine to noon. So that's priority number one. Priority number two, again, like we said, uh, going to listing appointments, buyer's appointments, and of course, uh, closings, things like that. What are, pri what's priority number three? Priority number three is all the stuff that you're probably wasting way too much time on. People go in there, rearranging their desk, they're making the social media things and, and they're on email incessantly, they're, they're writing CMAs, they're, you know, all that kind of stuff. Guys, I need you to get that, to dial that down to one hour a day, one hour. If you have to do two once in a while, I get it. You know, you're right to CMA, maybe it's a little bit more of a difficult one. It takes a little more time. You still need to check your email. You still do need to figure out, again, what you're posting on social media or create that postcard that you're gonna be mailing out or whatever. I get it, but you need to limit this time. Try to keep it down to an hour. Two hours is the absolute maximum. And the reason is, is that you need to keep your time free for what it is that you really do. And what is that? That is prospecting. So let me ask you this, what happens on a day where you don't have any appointments, okay? Even the best agents, uh, the top realtors out there don't necessarily have appointments every day. So you know what they do? They double down their efforts. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about this uh, right after these messages. Thank you for uh, listening to the Guru's Real Estate Agent Coaching Podcast. We will be back right after this. You're one of many realtors in your town. Most realtors use the same marketing tactics. They buy leads, door knock, send postcards. With no product differentiation, the client chooses the agent doing the most business. Why shouldn't they? That realtor uses the same marketing templates as you, but has proven to the client 
that they can get the job done with their track record of business. Meanwhile, you and the hundreds of other local realtors are all using the same marketing strategies and can't show that you're as successful as that top agent, while the client learns to ignore your efforts. This is where the My Town Guru's marketing and learning system comes in. We only work with one realtor per town, differentiating them as the digital mayor or guru of their town. How do we do this? We create a website and social media pages exclusively for your town. We include local news, events, and partner with local businesses to provide fresh, up-to-date content management on your website and social media sites. Next, we help you build a community on social media, creating a unique place where neighbors can meet and share local news, events, local happenings, heads-up notifications, job postings, advice, lost pets, remember whens, and more all with you in the center of it. We then teach you how to leverage relationships with local business owners and community organizations. Our unique solution allows them to post on your webpage and social media sites for free and instantly builds value and trust while anchoring you as the local expert and a resource for your community. This makes relationship building simple with every business and community organization in your town and makes you the natural realtor for them to refer business to. Also included is our Step Ahead Real Estate Training Academy. Our industry best online learning system and daily motivation videos teach you the skills you need to be a top realtor. There are 12 tracks of learning, 48 learning modules, and over 500 individual lessons and breakout sessions. This is the best educational system available to realtors, all included in the My Town Guru system. Stand out from the crowd and stop marketing your way to mediocrity. Become the official town guru of your town today. Contact us now for a free demo and to reserve your town. Hurry before it's gone. Estate Radio Coaching. We are, uh, my name is Bill Zeltman, and we are talking about your day, how you spend your day, your allocation of time, your components of your day. So we narrowed out that you have three priorities, right? Priority one, priority two, priority three. Priority one, of course, is prospecting. Priority two is going to your appointments, listings, buying appointments, um, closings. And priority three is all the other stuff we have to deal with. Priority threes should be done in less than an hour to two hours tops in a day. Uh, and the the bulk of your time needs to be spent in your priority number one, which is face-to-face, ear-to-ear, finger-to-finger, talking to real estate prospects and making appointments. Allocating your time. How do you do this and how do you do this effectively? Um, or, you know, listen, is it a perfect world? But no. But when you look at what the top realtors do, the top 10% of realtors out there, they have minimum three hours assigned every day to make calls. I have a realtor that works for me. He's one of the, the, the top in our area. And he will tell you the first thing he does every morning before he does anything else is make 25 phone calls. And that's just part of his day. Uh, I was talking to another one of our, our, our top realtors. It was very similar, same thing. You know, I make sure that I have 50 dials. Uh, you know, 50 dials are gonna get you what? About five conversations. 
before I start anything. It doesn't mean I'm done for the day. It just means, you know, that gets me off to that start of my day. So you have to figure out what, what times you are boxing out to be completely undisturbed. A lot of people will do nine to noon. Uh, I like the nine to noon, especially if you're doing things like expired listings, the early bird gets the worm. Uh, some people will split it up. I'm going to do 9 a.m. to, to 10.30, and then I'm gonna do 3.30 in the afternoon until five o'clock and see if you can split times that way. Uh, here's the other thing to learn. If on a day you do not have an appointment, we started talking about this before the break, if you don't have an appointment, if your time was nine to noon and your appointment time, let's say is uh, three to six, guess what? Three to six, you're back on the phone making another appointment, making more appointments because you want to maximize. I don't care that, oh, well, but I hit those 10 people that we talked about today. I don't need to call anymore. That's the wrong attitude. The right attitude is, is I'm gonna get ahead today uh, and I'm gonna call and I'm gonna call and I'm gonna call. That is how you make 500,000, a million dollars and more a year in this business is by just grinding, 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 picking up the phone and calling. Um, track yourself. Here's another thing that you absolutely need to do. Are you tracking yourself? In other words, what does that mean? Okay, take your day. I bet you right now, you waste so much time in your day and you don't even realize it. What I want you to do, I want you to obviously implement what we're doing here first. So put this together, but then track your time. I said I was going to make calls from nine to noon. You know what, write down when you make that first call. What happens when you find out that it's 9.30 because you're chit-chatting with the admin in your office or with another agent in your office, or you know if you work from home, you got caught up on, I don't know, some television morning show or something like that. Chart and write down. I want you to, I want you to track yourself and follow yourself around. Say, okay, my schedule said today was going to be nine to noon prospecting. I was gonna take a little lunch at noon. I was gonna come back. I was going to do my priority three stuff, you know, check emails, uh, write a CMA. I'm gonna to put together a little marketing thing. Uh, I'm going to get uh, some information over to a mortgage company. And I was gonna do that from, from 12 to one. Um, the other thing I was going to do, you know, then after is I was going to go to an appointment. I have a uh, two o'clock listing appointment and I've had a really good week because I've been making my calls. I have a four o'clock buyer's appointment. That's a nice little day. Okay, so that's what your day says that you were going to do. What did you really do? Did you start making those calls? Did you start prospecting at nine o'clock or was it 9.15 or 9.30? Did you go until 12? Did anything disrupt you? Did somebody come into your office? Did you, know, did you take a call from someone else? Which by the way, you, you're outbound calling during these. Now I'm not saying if somebody, let's say you call and out, make an outbound call to someone and they call you back five minutes later, yes, take that call. But your seller or your buyer or whatever, don't take their calls during this time. And you can even tell them you're unavailable during this time, especially for listings. What you tell them is, is I'm spending this time creating things to market your property uh, and I spend nine to noon doing everything I can to market your property. Please uh, you know, understand that I'll be available from 12 to one or 12.30 to 1.30. During that hour that you've allocated for client calls, again, for all that priority three stuff. 
So now what you might find out, you do this for a week and you say, well, yeah, I, I just, you know, redid my schedule 15 hours a week. I'm doing prospecting. And now you track yourself you track yourself for a week or two and you realize that those 15 hours are only 10 or only 12 and don't beat yourself up, but tweak what you're doing to ensure you're getting those full 15 hours that you're talking to the people that you need to talk to. Stop wasting time, write down the other activities you do and then start asking yourself, why am I doing this? Is this an, is this something that's necessary for me to do? If it is great, if it's not, Hey, um, take it off your list or, or put it in that hour that you have in the middle of the day. But that's the important way guys. And that's the way that's, this is the only way that you're going to be successful is understanding your day that the bulk of it is your priority one, which is your prospecting three hours minimum. If you don't have appointments, you can do five or six hours of this. Um, and trust me, like five or six hours of prospecting, oh my God. Yeah, but wait until you see the results. Wait until you see the results even of just doing three hours a day, every day without fail. You're gonna, your career is gonna be changed. And then you say to yourself, oh, wait a minute, I, I need more than an hour a day. No, you don't. You can get done all of your CMAs, your, your, your postcards that you're gonna make, your social media posts that you're gonna make, uh, your emails, your meetings with uh, clients, you know, your follow up on a listing to tell them you know, what they're doing, you know, how, what's going on, what's good, what's bad. You can do all of that in an hour. And like I say, if you have to squeeze it into two hours, squeeze it into two hours, but do not go over that. It's going to be hard in the beginning. And the reason is you're wasting time right now. I promise you. And then again, those following three hours, what are they set for? They're set for your appointments. And if you don't have appointments back to prospecting, did you just learn something from what I've talked about time management? So how many of you had brokers that said, oh, to be, or, or other agents, to be successful your first year in real estate, you've got to work 60 hours a week and uh, it's not true. What I want you to do is use your time wisely. I'm not asking you to, I'm not asking you to work more than 40 hours a week. Now, yes, there's times you're, of course, you're going to have appointments on the weekends. You're going to have, um, phone calls come in from, from whatever, you're going to have things happen that are going to make, that are going to stretch your hours out in the days of the week that you work. But in general, I want you doing three, I want you to have this scheduled three hours a day for prospecting, three hours a day for appointments and an hour a day, two at most for everything else. That's eight hours a day guys tops. And if you follow this and you put this in, and you track yourself and you go through this, you will be successful. The final thing is, yes, you're gonna put a plan like this together for the week, right? But inevitably there are things that happen. Uh, there's, a, uh, you know, there's an appointment that comes up. Again, you may wanna attend a training. If you, when you go to plan your tasks for the next day, your priorities, I need you to do it the day before. The last thing on your calendar every day should be writing your to-dos for tomorrow. Why? Well, it's very simple. If you wake up in the morning, hey, if you're like me and you wake up in the morning, you're not as motivated as you were at four or five o'clock at night. Um, you're not as clear in the head of what needs to be done. This, if you write all, everything, your tasks and what you need to do the next day and have them written out, spelled out and put into your, put into your schedule the day before you will wake up with clarity. You will wake up with a purpose 
and you will go out there and you will go after it and get it. Well, thank you. I want to thank everybody for joining me here for the Gurus Real Estate Coaching uh, Radio Network Radio Show. Uh, I'm glad to have you. We're going to get back to uh, things like social media, dump, jump into some more uh, advanced things. We're going to talk about how to get your listings on Apple and on Google and uh, you know use uh, verbal commands and things like that, artificial intelligence. Uh, so we got a lot of great things coming up on our podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and listen each week. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can follow me at America's Gurus. We'll see you next week.